WGSO. In 1814, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. Welcome to the Battle of New Orleans Radio with your host, Nathan Lawson, and my co-host, Goyam, on WGSO 990 AM and at WGSO.com. They're fighting for freedom and discussing local, national, and international issues that affect all of us here in this great city. Questions or comments for your host or their guest, the number to call is 504 556 9696. And now, here are your hosts of Battle of New Orleans Radio, Nathan Lawson and my co-host, Goyam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Battle of New Orleans Radio, right here on 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. I'm Nathan Lawson, along with my uh, great co-host, I have Goyam in studio. We got Mr. Payday Monsanto in studio. Uh, Caleb Hill will be coming up on Skype soon. Uh, we have, on the second segment, we have a great in-studio guest uh, that is going to be discussing the war on, wom- the war on women, uh, war on women's reproductive uh, systems t- today. So it's going to be very uh, interesting, uh, very great conversation because it's very, uh, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's, a big, it's a big problem for sure. Um, Yeah, I was just going to say, like we said in the last show, guys, uh, they've implemented 55 of those cameras. Yeah, we got put them in. We the got speed cameras, the crime cameras. It's got, happening uh, now. We got somebody suing them now. It's, it seems we have somebody uh, with a class action lawsuit. Is yeah, it, uh, the strong D'Amico? on Frank D'Amico Jr. suing them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's happening now, and people are just, uh, they're so excited online. I see on NOLA.com, they're all like, we need to do something about this crime. Uh, this thuggery is out of control. This is the only way to, to and, and people don't understand. We've been talking about this for a steady year now, the array of things, the USA Today story. Uh, what is this, the threat index you guys have been talking about uh, threat, a lot? Threat fusion score. Yeah, I mean, people don't realize they're actually targeting you, not the criminals. So Yeah, the criminals don't care. It, you know, they, they, don't, they don't give two flips. You know, I, I want to talk about, before we bring on our guests in the next segment, though, I, I want to talk real quickly about, because I'm sure we're going to touch upon this in the second hour, this looks like obvious false flag in Orlando. Now, when I say that, there's various variants of false flags. Sometimes they kill people. Sometimes they don't kill people. Sometimes it's set up. Sometimes sometimes it's facilitated. Sometimes uh, the government uh, uses these people as patsies. Sometimes, you know, it seems that the FBI is always following these individuals, though. And it's and with this past individual this puerto rican gentleman okay he contacted the federal government and his family members contacted the government and said he was he was experiencing he was under some kind of mind control and that he was being forced to watch uh, isis videos and then you you take a look at he supposedly flew on this canadian airline well this canadian airline tweeted that they don't have any record of his uh, flight or his boarding pass or his bags, another little inconvenient truth. Then we have the eyewitnesses who are reporting two to three shooters that they've seen, and some of them said they heard multiple uh, shots and seen multiple shots after the one uh, assailant was at, after the, the the you know the Puerto Rican gentleman was um, ar- you know arrested. It has all the hallmarks of the false flags flags we've seen in the past. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, if you watched, I watched that unfold live on television, right, when it was happening, and they had people that was, they they had about four to six people, they were just walking them around in circles on this one clip. 
Um, it's it's just crazy. They just they, they bring it back into the camera. They just they just keep doing this big circle. It seemed like they were covering the crisis actors' faces a little bit more to make sure that people didn't it, identify them and and, and pay they, want, you know. Yeah, no doubt. There was really no sense of urgency that I that I could uh, ascertain from <laughs> the video that I seen. No sense of urgency. And what about the uh, CrossFit class? You know, they had about twenty people. They had they had some yoga pants on. Like a marathon happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had. One of them would have yoga pants on. The next one would have uh, some, some uh, jogging pants. Could shorts be a play on. on the jogger card. Play the Illuminati. And, the know. jogger game, the Steven Jackson game <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's weird how they. My take on it is, it's the time of the year, guys. You know, it's football. College football just ended Monday night. They do this uh, shooting. You know, when after, between the start of football and Trump's election, there was zero mass shootings. And when he got elected or won the election. And until now, you're starting to see more of these false flags. And now you're going to yeah. see, now that the football it's distraction's over. Hail Mary, no pun intended. They're, sh- they're throwing Hail Marys. And that's, and that's what, it, what this is. I, uh, what is the count, Goyam? Do you know what the count is for the Obama false flag fake shootings and events? I don't, I don't know, but I, I look at it. First. It's up there. It's up there. And, and I see it as a scheduling thing. When I see it start right when the football ends, that tells me that's a red yeah. flag to me. You I, know? I, I think it's, it's happened so much that we all suffer from false flag fatigue. And I, and I coined that. So, you know, if y'all try to uh, use that, you're going to have to pay me a trademark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, again, I, I feel like the time right between now and January 20th, there's going to be a lot of false flags, guys. You've got to keep your eyes open. I, I thought we almost caught Goyam in a Fetzer moment. He was speechless. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> no, but look, we have Sarah Pereiro on okay. on the next segment. Just gonna she's going to be our – yeah, our, she's going to be – specifying a situation there with the uh, health and value of breast milk as opposed to this uh, formula. You know, I'm going through that right now, guys. And how, and how the pharmaceutical companies are connected to these formula pushers. Poison. It's creeping me uh, out, you can't man. even pronounce I hope my wife's not the, listening you know, tonight. The ingredients. It's crazy, man. And, and you know, it's, it's one thing to try to convince her not to uh, vaccinate our child, but, you know, it'd be even harder to convince her not to do the formula. We tried to do the breast milk thing. It, it's not easy. And uh, when you're up all night, it, it's difficult. It's so, you know, the, a lot of Americans are on formula for their child. They're making, we, you know, we, we've been sold our own enslavement for convenience. You know, and, and, and that, that's what's been happening. Not, not just for that, just with everything. You know, in everything, uh, a friend of the show's our good buddy Chris. His uh, little niece got just one of those, uh, those computers that go inside your home. It was the Amazon version. And, you know, they try to say... Well, it's not listening to you all the time. It just it just always listens for keywords all the time. So wait a minute. If it's not listening all the time, but it's always listening for keywords, it's listening all the time. You know, and in, in, in that, that little robot now can tie into your refrigerator. If you have a smart refrigerator, I don't suggest buying one. Um, to stay away from the smart equipment. It'll tie into the smart refrigerator, look to see what you're missing in there, and then it'll order it on Amazon Prime for you. And we talk about this often, Nathan. We've talked about it, the convenience. Yes. Uh, with everything, they use that convenience to implement it into the everyday lifestyle. And it's, it becomes a part, but there's a stealth operation un- beneath that convenience that is has uh, diff- unsavory and you know uh, ulterior motives. Uh, that will eventually be implemented. They convince the lemmings that it's better for you to be able to vote from your couch, that it's better for you to have a cashless society. Yeah. Swipe your phone pay, over this and that, and pay, you can purchase things in, in instantaneously. Yeah, pay with your veins. Go Google that. 
Go use your little NSA search uh, machine for that. Google pay with your veins and, and see what that is. That's a, that is a pilot program that was started by City City Group a couple years ago. Where they inserted and they've already done this. They've inserted uh, a little grain of rice size uh, a microchip into the person's veins, and then they just swipe the machine when they're walking by. And, you know, in the last two months, I've been hearing, you got the chip? When I pay for stuff at the checkout line. Yeah, you and, got the chip? Cool. And I'm think, when I first heard it, I thought <laughs> I, I, it was surreal. It was a surrealistic, a surrealistic moment. And I just, uh, you know, that was two months ago. And now I hear it all the time. And that is just hearing that. Soon, you know, it's going to be, do you have the chip that's implanted, you know, wherever it is? Because that's going to be the ultimate form of convenience because they're going to have all your financial. You can just do everything in one fell swipe. Oh, yeah, everything. And, and like you guys are saying about convenience, I saw this video on Facebook. It shows these, uh, I guess you could say this demographic hipster type uh, young couple. They're married. And um, basically, you know, they have a dog there. They don't want to have kids. Cats, uh, not kids. Cats, not kids. Cats, not kids. They purchased <laughs> an old yellow bus, a school bus. They uh, gutted it out. They show them looking like they're actually doing the construction work on it, but they have some real people do it, and they're just kind of mm -hmm. doing it. And it makes this video seem so cool for you to get married, have no kids, have a dog, buy a bus, convert it into a, a home on wheels, mm -hmm. and travel the world. Travel Alaska. Go to Alaska. And they show this, and everybody is liking it. Like, oh, man, this is so cool. I want to do this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have kids. I want to be about me. YOLO. It's about me. I want to see the world. No very more kids. Very stealthy operation, ladies and gentlemen. Depopulation plan. There it is. Very stealthy. Very slick. All right. We'll be right back. Ballin' Norms Radio. All right. We are back. Ballin' Norms Radio. Uh, we have a really special guest. You know, um, Gary kind of lined this up here. We have a concerned citizen, someone who's an expert in the specifics regarding breast milk. Um, you know, I'm interested to hear what she has to say on this. You know, I have a seven and a half week old daughter. And I mean, I've been feeding formula since, you know, my wife tried, tried and tried as best she could to breastfeed. We had the breast pump. Um, you know, she's going to work in two weeks. And we talked about this the last couple of weeks on the show, how the pressures of work and how you have to chase your fiat currency to survive. You have bills, you have taxes to pay. And ultimately, now that my wife is going back to work, I, I do feel, you know, our family feels pressure to, you know, succumb to the fact that we do need a formula feed. It's easier, although it's expensive. It's a lot easier than breastfeeding, you know. And, um, you know, my wife was not able to produce that much milk. So, and this is a common situation for a lot of women across the country. So we, we want to bring Sarah on and hear her perspective on this. I'm curious to know what she's going to say. And for all the listeners who um, are battling with this situation, breast milk or not, and uh, side effects of formula, um, you really got to tune in. Feel free to call in at 504-556-9696 if you want to talk to Sarah live. I think this is an extremely important show for any mother or anyone who plans to be a mother um, and, you know, and you, you're weighing the options and benefits of at all of breastfeeding. So I, I think you should tune in. And if you know anyone who is a mother of a, a little baby or wants to be a mother, I think you should send this show along to them. 
Yeah, tune in. And if you're, it's a national situation, tell them to uh, locate us via Battle of New Orleans Radio on the TuneIn.com app. But uh, with no, no further ado, we'll bring on Sarah now. Sarah, welcome to the show. And um, again, we, we really want to hear your perspective on your take and the dangers of this uh, synthetic uh, breast milk. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm a mother of three. And um, like your wife, I was unable to produce breast milk with my oldest child, who's now 10. So uh, I plan to breastfeed. My entire family breastfed their babies. So it was just kind of expected of me to breastfeed my children when I had children. Um, but I had a breast augmentation when I was 20. And I remember even asking the plastic surgeon if it would affect my milk supply when I became a mother. And I was assured that it wouldn't. So I expected to be able to breastfeed like any other um, woman should have been able to. But it didn't happen. And I tried all the recommendations from lactation consultants, uh, other mothers, and nothing would work. So the baby was losing too much weight. So I did what most other Americans would have done, and I gave my child formula. And she suffered with frequent colds, colic. I mean, I can't remember how many nights she stayed up crying because she was in pain. And um, she, she was sick a lot with just colds and, and all, you know, just whatever little uh, viruses were going around she was sure to catch. But overall, she grew, and she's an overall healthy child. But with my second child, nine years later, I was determined to try again and was told by so many people that I just didn't try enough. Um, there were things that I could have tried that I didn't. So I, I went ahead and tried again, and I had everything lined up, the commercial-grade breast pump, the mother's tea, fenugreek, anything that I could think of and that was recommended to me, I tried. And again, my milk never came in. So um, I went ahead and started researching formula to see what the best one was if I had to use it. And what I found was absolutely horrifying. When I started to do the research on what was in infant formula, I was completely shocked by the ingredients that I couldn't even pronounce. But when I figured out what they were, they were things that we wouldn't want to consume as adults much less give to our babies. So first, let me say I understand the need for formula and a substitution for breast milk. A lot of women work, and there's some parents like myself who just can't produce enough to feed their children. But there are alternatives um, to commercial-grade formula. And the problem here is that women are not told what formula really does and what the risks are to their babies if they decide to feed a commercial-grade formula. Uh, Formula-fed babies are at risk for so many different illnesses from type 1 and 2 diabetes, obesity, SIDS, so that sudden infant death syndrome, nutri nutrient deficiencies, um, weakened immunity, cardiovascular disease, jaw misalignment, lower IQ, the list goes on and on. And um, there's also risk for the mothers as well. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that if you have a baby and you don't breastfeed, you're more likely to have ovarian and breast cancer later in life. So there, you know, there's so many risks um, that go along with it. But um, I wanted to kind of just look at uh, how this all came to be. How did America 
formula feed so much? What happened to breastfeeding? And of course, it was after World War II when women started entering the workforce. They needed um, a substitution for breast milk because they weren't home with their babies. And formula companies saw that and they capitalized on the opportunity to sell their product. And by 1970, formula was fed to 70% of American babies. So it really, it really took off, <laughs> but people just don't realize what's in it. And, and this also has to, you know, help push, you know, in, in America how unhealthy we are from cradle to grave now at this point. I mean, I mean you just see it. I mean, they, they, they vaccinate. You know, vaccinate us when we're in the womb now. They vaccinate us when we come out of the womb now. Uh, we're eating a bunch of garbage. You know, our key, you know I'm, I'm saying like like I'm a child. You know, it's a bunch of, yeah, frankenfoods. And we wonder why we're, we're starting to become one of the sickest nations on earth now. And you see that the medical mafia is just really encroached on all of our civil liberties. But, but go ahead, sir. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, no, I'm glad that you mentioned that because... I actually uh, figured, the more I researched, that there had to have been some kind of link between pharmaceutical companies and formula manufacturers. And there is. Um, most uh, formulas are patented by major pharmaceutical companies like GlaxoSmithKline, Pfizer, Abbott. Um, Who would have guessed? Huh? Who would have thunk it? Right? It's similar to lactation. <laughs> right. That Simulac. is what Similac is supposed to imply that's what it's it was named for but um when besides all the the horrible ingredients that are in it things that the babies just can't absorb let's think about the base of it first it's a cow's milk and cow's milk is baby cow growth fluid and that's what it is it's meant to take a calf and turn it into a three or four hundred pound bull as soon as possible and it has two stomachs Humans don't, and therefore we don't really absorb the calcium in cow's milk. We just don't. We, we don't have that ability to do that. So um, we have the highest rate, one of the highest rates of osteoporosis in the world, yet we intake the most dairy. So that's, the, that's one problem there, and that doesn't even start to touch all the other ingredients that we shouldn't have. Well, look, we got about 30 seconds there, Sarah. Um, we're going to be coming to a break shortly. If anybody wants to call in on this subject, 504-556-9696. Talk live with Sarah. She's an expert on this. She lived it. She's experienced it. I'm living it now. So if you want to call in, if my wife wants to call in or anybody else, call up. We'll be right back. Battle New Orleans Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM. WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. We have a special in-studio guest tonight. We have Miss Sharon. She's telling us all about the importance of breastfeeding and mother's milk. And look, you know, my daughter is 16 Saturday, and we didn't breastfeed. And, you know, looking back now, it's definitely, I uh, definitely wish we would have because, um, you know, who knows? I mean, my, my, my kid's great. She's smart as a whip. 
Uh, but but who knows? Hell, she might have been a, uh, she, you know, she might have been a damn rocket scientist if we would have. You know, who who knows? So, look, Sarah, I'd like to uh, turn it back over to you and just continue telling telling us about the importance of, um, you know, the natural breastfeeding. All right. Thanks so much. Um, I wanted to, to talk uh, talk a little bit more about how um, women <clears throat> don't really trust their, their bodies to breastfeed a lot of times. They feel like their bodies can't produce something that can be produced in a lab by a scientist. But nothing could be further from the truth. Your body was made to breastfeed. And if you have a baby, you should be able to breastfeed. There are some exceptions, of course, like mine. And, you know, there's other women. But the majority of, of mo mothers can breastfeed if they try. And they get together with a lactation consultant and really uh, try to, to follow all the guidelines. There are those exceptions, but most mothers can if they don't give up. It's just too easy to pop a bottle in a baby's mouth and put them to bed or, you know, it's just easy because other people can, can share in the feeding. But um, there, America has become, in recent years, a little more informed. And there's some laws that were passed that makes breastfeeding a little easier. Um, for example, um, if you're employed, your employer has to accommodate reasonable time to pump in a clean private room with that's not a bathroom. So if you are worried about not being able to go to work because you would have to pump, that's really not an issue. You do have protection of that. And what about, what about Sarah? I mean, you know, if you can't can't breastfeed all the time, I mean, what if what if you you know just breastfed half the time and use formula the other? Half? I mean, I'm not advocating using formula at all, but but I'm just you know I know a lot of the, these hardworking women out there that do get back to work. You know, maybe that's a thought that runs through through their mind. I mean, what what, what is your thoughts on that? Well, I really think that commercial grade formula should be avoided at all costs. Okay. Um, I think that mothers should really try everything they can to pump their milk when their baby is away from them. Um, the more that you empty the breast, the more your body is going to produce it. So as, as long as you're emptying it, it's going to fill up again. You have to make sure that you're eating right and taking in enough liquids. But you should be able to get enough milk uh, to, to avoid formula. If you can't, there are some better alternatives. Yeah, I got you. You know, there's there's really it seems to be a worldwide war on women and reproduction. I mean, I, I, I can and, and I hate to say it, but but you look at it, especially geared towards European women. And I, I see that the population going on, especially everybody, will, you know, look around, be talking to people. And nobody's having kids. Nobody's having children. And it's it's very, you know, it's it's undeniable. But, you know, that being said, you, you go down to Brazil, none of these Brazilian women anymore ha are natural birth. They're all C-sections. And what, what are you not getting when, when, when the baby is, is being cut out? You're not getting that protective film when you're coming out of the birth canal and that whole process. And that, that can really hinder the child as well. So we're seeing that this war on women and, and children and reproduction, reproduction systems. But they want to give us all the tools to make sure we can kill the baby. But they will not give us all the tools to make sure the babies uh, will live and be healthy. Yeah, what is it called? The vernix? 
the the stuff that's on this yeah. can you yeah it is and it's funny you say that i actually had uh two previous c-sections um my first what the first pregnancy her life was actually saved by a c-section so c-sections have saved lives no but doubt, they are no they are used way too often and especially in subsequent uh pregnancies when the first child was born by c-section doctors are very quick to suggest another c-section so that they can plan it around their golf tournament and make sure that it's scheduled instead of when the baby's ready to naturally be born well in brazil i know i know quite a few brazilians i worked with them offshore and um what's happening with them is like they're de-evolving now no, nobody's having uh, um, natural births anymore in brazil and now the women are no longer capable of even having they're like de-evolving from their former formal state because they're no longer having um you know natural births so i mean I, we have to take back you know all, all of the god's given uh you know uh, not rights but but you know what i'm trying to say here the childbearing hips of south america are going by the wayside it, it, yeah but that that's just an example you know it's just just a war uh, on women's uh, reproduction system. Go ahead, Sarah. It, it really is. And my my third child was actually a natural vaginal delivery, unmedicated, which um, was easier to uh, recover from. I mean, it was like night and day having a C-section. I could barely move, and I was expected to take care of this infant. could barely walk. And, um, I mean, I have uh, other issues, too, but I'm, I was able to uh, care for my child a lot uh, easier without having to be on medicine all the time because I'm in pain from my abdomen being cut open. Right. Can you go into any details about what took place or what happened um, after the birth of your last child while you, you were in the hospital? Um, what, what happened when did, did they ask if you if you wanted to vaccinate and do you vaccinate? And, and, and what, what happened? What happened then? And um did they give you the opportunity opportunity uh, to breastfeed once the child was born? Um, wow, that's actually a um, a really uh, interesting story. I, I had my child at Oshner Baptist, and it was the worst experience of my life. I hope wow, I don't get sued where, for that. That's where, but we, that's where we had our kid at. Yeah, it, it was pretty awful. Um, my my youngest is actually only six days old, so this is all very new and fresh. <laughs> so I'm, and it's horrifying. Please listen. <laughs> this is a very horrifying thing if you're a mother or an expecting mother or plan to be a mother. Yeah. Um, so I, when my baby was uh, born, I refused the hepatitis B vaccine. Mm. I'm not hepatitis B positive, neither is her father. So she was not at risk for hepatitis B, which is a blood-to-blood um, yep. disease it can only be shared by blood-to-blood -blood contact babies aren't usually out there having sex or sharing right. needles that's very true so i didn't feel like um the risk of the vaccination was justified because she had no risk of getting it and uh the doctor came in and was very uh ugly to me and asked why I didn't want to vaccinate my child and that's a personal choice I don't feel like I have to explain that to anybody but I told her my reasoning and they gave me a hard time about it they actually had the social worker come uh lecture me about how important it is to vaccinate your Shit. child so um that that was one thing and I also had um how important it is for the profits of the f big pharma you know at all 
Right. That's where <laughs> the importance lies, ladies. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue, Sarah. Um, well, also, um, the the pediatrician didn't uh, agree with my uh, normal OB who had prescribed medications. I have like a seizure disorder and some other health issues, and so they uh, she she recommended that I formula feed, and I was pushing for breastfeeding, and she was really adamant that I not breastfeed, and. It, you know, I had done a lot of research on the medication that I was prescribed, and there was no uh, side effects that, you know, would justify giving formula. But they were really quick to push hey, it. Hey, Sarah, before we go any further, I would like to read some of the ingredients of the hepatitis B vaccine. This is from, uh, is this GlaxoSmithKline, I believe it is. Okay, we have, let's see. All right, yeast protein. MRC5 cells, formaldehyde, aluminum salts, neomycin sulfate, MRC5 cell proteins, formaldehyde again, yeast protein, aluminum, aluminum phosphate, aluminum hydroxide, I mean, uh, sodium chloride. So you just see just, just, I mean, the hammering of aluminum, these heavy metals. Can't, can't forget that polysorbate 20. Oh, yeah, I missed that. Excuse me. That's another uh, nasty, um, you, you know, filler. I mean, it's just... It, it, it's just it's just crazy that, you know, aluminum, this is heavy metal. See, what they do is they agitate your system uh, and they go down and it, it breaks down your blood brain barrier. And then these heavy metals and these nasty chemicals get injected directly into your brain. And we see this happening. So, I mean, before anyone, I'm of course, none of us here are doctors. But look, before you receive any of these um, nasty medicines and vaccines, um, pushed on you by you know the, these doctors please do your homework all you have to do is read the ingredients if you want to inject formaldehyde into your baby's brain or aluminum over and over then you know be my guest but look at least know what you're getting into before you take that that shot because look these doctors are paid to push this and they're paid period. to scare you too so that's where a lot of it that's why a lot of it prevails because they are paid to make to create a sense of urgency where you be, oh yeah, this is neglect they're if the you they're yeah, the experts. you're neglecting your child if you fail to inject it with the poisons that are made by the people who pay me yeah. essentially that's right in fact my, my the pediatrician that i first brought uh, my newborn to we, we switched since um asked why i wasn't going to vaccinate and I gave her my reasoning and I said, you know, some some vaccines, I just don't see the disease to be a very big risk compared to the vaccination. Like, said, like what? Well, well, look at the measles like vaccine. That's admitted to be made. That's only perpetuated it, uh, right now because there was so much made, there needed to be another use for it. it. It was originally made for something else. I mean, there's so much shady activity with these vaccines. They just want to... You know, it's it's a big money operation, you know. Absolutely. And chick, chicken pox. I mean, I don't know of a single healthy child who's ever died of chicken pox. I'm not saying that they haven't, but the doctor said, well, I know kids who have died of chicken pox. They can yeah, get pneumonia. Mommy. Well, then they died of pneumonia, not chicken pox. Gotcha. You yeah, know, it, yeah. and that's my choice. I, I shouldn't feel pressured to uh, vaccinate my kids if I don't feel like they need to be vaccinated. I don't want to put heavy metals and mercury into my children can, can you tell us some of some more of your experiences with in in dealing with the you, you know with with these doctors social workers 
and and anyone you, you know insisting that you uh, do not breastfeed. Number one, uh, and, and what are the some of the uh, difficulties that you've had with these people, and where are you at with that right now? Uh, where what is the status? Well, um, I I just recently changed pediatricians, but it's every time that I go to a doc uh, to the doctor with my kids, it seems like I'm just made to feel bad, like I'm putting them at risk, that I'm uh, making an uninformed decision. And when I, when I um, talk to them about the, the, the truth, the information that I've researched and the studies that are out there, they get very defensive, like, how dare you tell me this? I'm the doctor. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, I was in the uh, doctor's office with my wife, and I was in the corner, and I asked a couple questions, and uh, they, the doctor stopped looking, looking in my direction because, yeah. you know, they started looking towards my wife because she was somewhat receptive, but me, I was questioning yeah. things. She didn't want to even look my Shut way. Shut up, slave. Yeah, Take was, your shots. I was in the corner of the little You weren't corner. the good goyum they were hoping for that day. I was in the goy corner. L ladies and gentlemen, listen to Battle of New Orleans Radio. Please call us up, 504-556-9696. We'll be right back. We're building them all day long. We won't make you sign a treaty and block all your zone. There has never been a reason to stop. That is no 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. I want to throw the mic back to Miss Sarah. She's giving us some, some very important information dealing with the um, medical mafia system, uh, in my opinion. And you know, the war on on women. You know, there is a pure war against women and reproduction rights. Uh, the only rights they want to give you is the allowance to murder your baby, not the allowance to save your baby and have a healthy, uh, prosperous, you know, uh, baby. So anyway, Sarah, go, go ahead and continue w with your story there. When you, when you read the ingredients list for the vaccine, um, I... It was more confirmation that the same company is making the infant formulas because there's been so many recalls over the past uh, 10, 20 years, really since the 80s, for major contamination like heavy metals. And it's, babies have died from formula contamination. And the uh, FDA is, is really not overseeing infant formula like you would think they are. They set a standard for... A minimum nutrition level and that's it they don't follow it and they leave it up to the manufacturer to prove that it is up to par well, well shouldn't we trust them i mean I, I i always believe what these drug manufacturers tell us i mean in the fda because look it's always it either the people in the fda they always come for the drug uh, companies or monsanto so you know we, we we should always trust what they tell us yeah if you want to die young I, I mean you look and look you know what? Dead doctors don't lie. That, that, what is it, 56? 56 or 58 is the average age of a doctor. So we have a doctor. We have doctors that tell us how to live long when yet these bastards are dying younger and younger. You're going to die young when you're chasing money and you're on the run, no sleep, no no health in any, in any profession. But, you know, it, it's a situation with me and my wife now. You know, I love her with all my heart and I love the child. I'm up at four in the morning, two in the morning. This obviously helps in it from a two parent household to be able to formula feed as opposed as opposed to me waking her up. I'm really giving her major relief by doing the formula, but of course I'm major may, maybe doing major uh damage to my child, possibly and un, un, unbeknownst to myself, you know. 
And I want to back up a little bit. I don't want to demonize any parent for formula feeding. What I have a problem with most is the fact that they're not told the truth. Right. And it's not out there and the information is not talked about. And even doctors are quick to recommend formula feeding. When I brought my, my six-day-old to the pediatrician, she um, she has a little jaundice, not enough to have light therapy, but she was uh, experiencing a little diarrhea. And she, we needed to make sure that her jaundice levels weren't too high. And the first thing they said was, well, you need to give her formula <laughs> because that helps. Uh, you know, them go to the bathroom more and then that will help bring down their numbers. And she actually called today um, to, to follow, make sure you only give her formula for the next 24 hours. I didn't even feel like arguing. I just said, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to, but there are safer alternatives to conventional formula. Of course, the government's going to say that they don't recommend it because your kitchen might be contaminated when you prepare formula. Um, that's not made in a factory, but we see time and time again that we can't trust um, commercial formulas to not be contaminated. There, you know, a one-month-old died just a few months ago from contaminated formula. My question to you, and um, you know, as my wife is about to go back to work, you know, I do not see, and I'm not going to really—I'll be honest—I'm not going to attempt to convince her to breastfeed. Maybe on the second child, we'll give it another shot. But on this situation, we've tried. She tried. She teared up. She cried overnights, middle of the night. It was very difficult. And with her about to go back to work, my question to you is, what do you suggest I do moving forward as far as alternatives outside of breast milk or purchasing someone else's breast milk, but outside of formula, the current situation? We're using Enfamil non-GMO. I'm not trying to give them a plug, but, you know, I, I fell for the, you know, the ploy there. Enfamil non-GMO. And that's what we're feeding the child. So what would you suggest? That's an infirmary for formula. <laughs> Inf similac, similar to lactation. Infamil, similar to infirmary. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that um, if, you can't, if you can't breastfeed your own child, I, I really believe that a milk bank is the best alternative. But not everybody can afford that. Um, there are milk donation sites, but a lot of women are... A little hesitant because they don't uh, always know the women uh, personally um, so they can get the milk tested which is a good idea if they don't know the person um, personally but if they have a family member um, who's breastfeeding and who produces extra that could help but um, there are donor sites uh, I didn't know the cow that uh, the milk came from this morning yeah. that I had with my cereal. Zero, yeah. I didn't know him personally, uh, so I don't have such a problem taking donor milk. But um, I don't want to act like there's not any risks. I mean, you, you definitely want to know where it comes from. That's what the banks are for. Um, but there's also, like, a goat's milk um, is more digestible than cow's milk. But um, you have to add some things to it. Um, I have a website that's going to launch on Sunday. It's called feedthetruth.com, and we'll have uh, recipes and alternatives. Well, well feedthetruth.com, and we definitely want to, after you after you release it, we definitely want to have you back we on. We want to have continuous updates of what is going on with yeah. you, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We also we would love to, you know, get a commercial going for you and plug your site as much as possible. So look, check out her her website coming Sunday, feedthetruth.com. That is Miss Sarah. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio. We'll be right back.
Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Battle of New Orleans Radio with your hosts, Nathan Lawrence, Caleb Hitt, and Goyle on 990 WGSO. In 1814, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. We took a little bacon and we took a little... Welcome back to the Battle of New Orleans Radio on WGSO 990 with your host, Nathan Lawrence, and... And Goyam, this is Fede Monsanto. We've decided to... Uh, and, and Caleb Hitt. Okay. And, and Mr. Caleb Hitt, I'm sorry, who, who's uh, actually on, on Skype with us. We've decided to uh, extend a segment and, and give Sarah a, a little more time to uh, elaborate on yeah. some things and that we'll, she left out. We'll take these callers, too. Go ahead and introduce these callers, Fede. Uh, who do we have here? I don't see anything on the board there. Well, we got Kathy in Lakeview. Kathy... How are you? Doing fine. How are you this evening? I'm doing fine. I want to congratulate Sarah because not uh, I know Sarah personally, and not only has she, the minute she became awake, she became a warrior. Mm. And she has a purpose, and she does her research, and she does what everybody should do, you know, go forth and and, um, really teach the ones who don't know nothing like a mother's love kathy what's that nothing like a mother's love i'm sorry for interrupting you go ahead and and i wanted to say a couple of things um my daughter um a couple i have two daughters but one daughter had a baby three years ago the doctor walked in and said um i said you don't you're not doing the hepatitis shot well the hepatitis shot is before 24 hours 24 hours of a baby's life to give a hepatitis shot. And she said, no. And he says, well, he asked her three, two questions. He said, uh, do you have, have you had sex with multiple partners? And she said, no. He says, have you used the dirty needle? And she said, no. He says, well, you're good to go. <laughs> so, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, that's, that sounds like a cool, I'll never forget cool set of questions. That. I thought that was just unbelievable. Well, at least she had a doctor that supported her. But ask those a doctor who probably that's knew that you know the 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 uh, allotted a, a amount of formaldehyde and etc. per EPA specifications shouldn't be ingested by a two hundred and fifty pound man, but it's being injected into a less than one day old baby. Right. Um, getting back um, to the formula versus breastfeeding, I I breastfed both my girls and. I know, okay, unless you totally, totally, totally can't do it, if you have a sickness, it, for the first few weeks, I'm, telling, I'm saying this to Goyam, for the first few weeks, you're going to be all nervous and crying and upset and staying up on it. It goes away. It becomes very natural. The baby sleeps longer because they're not ingesting food that they're not supposed to ingest. And the baby sleeps all night. And, and please, you know, tell your wife it can work. Just have to not be nervous. And eventually, it's the easiest thing in the world. And I want to say my other daughter had a 24-week baby, which preemie was in the hospital for eight months. And she pumped, and that saved, um, saved the baby's life. Wow. Well, so it I'm, is so powerful, and and in plus, it heals the mother back um, faster. The, the mother gets a figure back faster. It's healthier, just like Sarah said. It prevents cancer. 
um, is just amazing. But, you know, don't give up because it really, really becomes so easy. You know, I never thought about that myself. You have this fluid that's supposed to be secreted uh, naturally, and, and it never does. It gets supplemented with some synthesis made by a pharmaceutical company that they've been pushing on people for years. And mm-hmm. the the mother it, it does not get to secrete this this breast milk. And I, I wonder what array of problems result from that, just, you know, that chain reaction that's going to happen. And as Sarah said, you know, you'll, you'll find instances of uh, ovarian and breast cancer. Is that correct, Sarah? Yeah, it's absolutely Yeah, I mean, true. and, and, and it, only, it only follows logic. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Right, and another thing that Sarah was talking about, if you read Fit for Life, uh, and I know she read it, um, milk is is for animals, for cows that have two stomachs. It's for baby cows, and it I always has, said that to um, my family. Yes, yeah, for baby cows. Right. <laughs> it has um, casein, the calcium in milk has casein. I think it's K-A-E-S-E-N, and it's a rigid form of calcium, and it causes osteoporosis, and it also causes phlegm. Phlegm is a carrier of infections. That's why kids have so many infections. They have so many sinus infections because the phlegm from the milk um, that goes into the body carries germs in the body. So do a great job, Sarah. And then I love the idea, you know, you can buy or get volunteered milk. I mean, it'll save kids' lives. Absolutely. I know Sarah went through a lot of trouble, but she has very healthy kids. So, again, I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. Kathy, we appreciate okay. the call. I'm <laughs> definitely going to let my wife listen to the podcast on WGSO.com or the YouTube upload this week. She's it's busy with the baby it. now. You're going to yeah. see a happier baby and a happier mom, oh, really. Yeah. Uh, since we've gone to formula, the baby, you know, has a lot more stomach ailments, it seems, at least on the, you exactly. know. But to, to reference what Patey was saying, you know, if side effects of an abortion, you know, mentally for a woman are a lot, you know, are high, we per se don't really bring much light to that. But I think there is something to be said about, I've seen my wife since we've kind of given up on the breastfeeding where she's kind of down. I mean, I see her kind of sadder in a way. She loves being a mother, but she feels like maybe disappointed in herself or maybe defeated or defeated something. And, you know, it's a definite connection. Definitely. To I mean, we're, yeah. oh yeah, we, you know, we'll walk by the fridge, we'll go eat three or four Reese's pieces and overdo it there. And then we'll keep, you know, keep rolling. And she's kind of down and you want these comfort foods and stuff. And, I see that trickle-down effect now, So, but I appreciate the call. We have on line number okay. two, Raphael from New Orleans. Go ahead. You're on the air with Sarah. Oh, yes. I just want to say uh, kudos for taking this stand and, you know, having the call, courage to follow through and, uh, you know, and, and uh, in, insist on your rights. Um, I also want to say that not all vaccines are created equal, um, even if they are. Not every child is, and I did some out-of-pocket testing with my own son, and we found, doing a hair analysis test, it was really specific, a lot of really concerning metals, including, but not limited to, like seven times the average uranium level, lead off the charts, arsenic, cadmium, aluminum, barium, all these metals, and a little that I happen to have birthed into my son because we had the same thumbprint kind of of metals um but it i birthed half of it onto him and 
you know, he was uh, storing it just well, but who's to say that if he's getting his 18-month MMR shot, um, you know, we didn't vaccinate, but had we, I mean, maybe the combination of the cocktails, you know, you don't know where everybody's exposed to such a heavy metal, toxic load these days. You really don't know what you're starting off with. It, it might have put you over the edge. Possible. I mean, you know, we're, we're supposed to be, you know, adults are, are allergic to penicillin, uh, you know. So what's in, in the in this these cocktails that babies are receiving? Uh, they don't even consider well, I mean, the I, I possibility of allergies. And that's where a lot of I'm sorry. Glyphosate, which is also yes. Monsanto Roundup, and it's like more toxic than DDT or Agent Orange, and it replaces your uh, proteins in your DNA, your amino acids, and, and, and it will break down the strand that holds the DNA together, and they're finding traces of that now in vaccines as well. I mean, it's bad enough it's in our Absolutely. food if we don't need organic or, you know, who knows what organic is, but, there, but it's not fair to say everybody needs to get the same kind of medicine and, and and not every child is starting off with the same heavy metal load. And I'll tell you one other thing about the polio. Everybody says polio is a great example of why uh, vaccines are great. But <laughs> actually, what, what uh, Age of Autism does a great article on what changed all of a sudden. It was people were exposed to lead and arsenic in a pesticide. And the combination, the more they spray the pesticide, the more the polio clusters would happen. And um, especially in, in, you know, you know, the near the orchards and, and all that mm-hmm. and they were actually going down be- before the vaccine came on the scene and now where does it um persist polio where you have more cases of uh, he's at the store and more cases of of uh, vaccine induced polio which they don't call polio in india pakistan and afghanistan then you have the wild polio and this is where the world health organization accidentally well-intentionally wanted to like Encephalitis and some other things resemble polio. They just rename it to confuse you. Well, change the definitions of things. I, well, well, I, I want to get from the from the vaccine, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I do know someone whose brother died from. So, if you were going to have a heavy metal uh, toxic load, which destroys kind of the, the, the neural sheath and makes you more prone to being vulnerable to the bad effects of, of polio, then then you can polio can react differently. Um, on you than it has, you know, than it had, you know, prior in history. There's other elements that need to be discussed if you want to have a conversation of validity and uh, and and causing an effect and and to understand that um, we we live in a toxic soup of chemicals. We don't know what all we're getting exposed to. And I mean, I'm talking from front row seat to the BP oil spill over here with the correct fit, and who knows what all we're being exposed to. Plus. We're down the mouth from the Mississippi, so uh, like you said, Raphael, it's like a cocktail. First, if you believe in vaccines, at least be checking what you're dealing with to begin with. You're absolutely Um, right. I have to really commend you for for testing your son's uh, hair because most parents just blindly follow their doctor's recommendations without giving any thought to what uh, they're injecting in, in their body. So I really have to commend you for that, and I hope you share that information with as many people as you can because a lot of people just don't know. They assume that someone who went to school for 12 years knows what they're talking about, and that what they don't realize is that the, the education that they're given is backed by these pharmaceutical companies who are really just wanting to, to line their pockets. And what, once you take um, 
once you take a baby and make them sick for life by, say, giving them formula or giving them a vaccination, you have a customer for life. Absolutely. And so it. then you it, have medicine their whole well, life. I have an open mind. I, I really try to look it, at each vaccine to see which one there'll be one that's worth merit. And the one that I was most afraid of and that I would be most willing to do, but that one you can do afterwards is like the tetanus because we had a relative who supposedly died from it. But my mother almost died from the tetanus vaccine she couldn't have she was allergic to anti-tetanism it's terrible hey, hey Raphael, we got to run to a break Thanks, great Raphael. call appreciate you please please plug your uh, upcoming upcoming site there uh sarah it's feedthetruth.com it will be launched on uh sunday but you can go and add your uh, email address so that you're notified when we have updates and um we would love to to have as many people join and and spread the word as possible well, you, you got some new subscribers here feedthetruth.com Please check Thank it you, out. Sir. We're gonna we're gonna stay updated with your story as Good. it progresses. Battle New Orleans Radio will be right back. Now we're gonna stand for ours and never back down from eighteen twelve until infinity. We declare to live in Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. Man, that was some really powerful information to all the mothers out there. Please, if you didn't hear that, go check out the podcast or at WGSO.com or go, uh, you know, look at the YouTube channel because YouTube upload, you know, tomorrow the following day at Battle of Nola Radio uh, on YouTube. I mean, look, if possible... We need to take back the, you know, our natural state. Our natural state is, is, is breastfeeding. It's not drinking a corn syrup formula piece of garbage made by GlaxoSmithKline. You know, it's just totally preposterous. So we need to get back to, uh, you know, building up our immune system. And how do we do that? Not by injecting our immune system with dirty vaccines and all of this uh, horse manure, you know, so... We, we just need to take back the war. And, you know, we need to take back, you know, women's health. We need to take back our health. You know, don't give our health to the pharmaceutical companies. Um, so let's let's just take it back. Look, I, I want to switch gears a little bit, though. And I know y'all probably have some stuff to, uh, to, to, to say about all this. I'm on whatreallyhappened.com. Canadian organization asked city residents to register as non-racist. So, you know, this, this this is where we're going. Is this becoming the worst thing you could be? Racist. So if you register for that and then your threat matrix shows that you go outside your of threat that, matrix, then, I like that. Then mm. what? Then you, you're, they have the paperwork to show that you went off the, you know, off the, you know, okay. off the rails. Oh, well, mm -hmm. well, well Go Goyim's threat level says that he's he is a racist he's because a he, didn't, -racist. he didn't register. Um, he does own one firearm. Um so wow. So I mean, so you are you refusing to register as did you refuse to register as a non racist? How dare you? But, but, off the but, what's your take on this, Caleb? I see you over there sitting sitting uh in Ohio. Caleb hit on Skype. I'm, what uh, you got on that, man? I, I well I I actually got my certification. I'm certified uh non racist. Certified Oh wow. Well you got a doctorate degree? How how, how much a year how, how much a year did that cost at Tulane University? <laughs> I don't know, but I just got a uh, unrelated here. I or maybe 
I just actually uh, got an email from the Kremlin saying that uh, you guys should do expect your uh, direct deposit here in the next. Man, I can't. Out. I can't wait. Oh, this is the start. We need to advertise our Zio bribe. We, we got did take, We did actually take the Zio bribe, so I, I don't know how that's going to go over with our dedicated right. listeners. We, but the Zio bribe is in effect. We will funnel half the funds. To back into the cause, Shh, don't tell anybody. And, and then the other half, you know, we have to, unfortunately. We have to live on it. <laughs> so. You want to the club tonight? That's We're, what they do. So so, so what are we going to do? We need to take the Zio bribe and the Russian bribe. You, well, you can't take the Zio bribe and not Cross, take the Russian bribe. Cross bribes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, we were, you know, Raphael brought up some great points about the polio vaccine. I want, you know, everybody needs to realize where this cancer epidemic came from. Mm. It came from the polio vaccine, which was weaponized with the SV40 at none other than where? Tulane. Tulane University. Wow. And it gave uh, people polio and subsequently, you know, became that that was where the weaponized cancer. Yeah, they had the particle accelerator over there on Chopper Tools by Henry Clay. Uh, right, not too far off St. Charles, you know, the particle accelerator that they were actually working on the weaponized cancer to kill Fidel Castro after we put Fidel Castro in to neutralize Batista, you know, mm. because we couldn't have casinos and mob bosses running around in Cuba. So we had to take him out. We had to put in Fidel Castro, the, the, the communist there. Uh, you know, our government loves installing communists, but yet we fight communists. And they murdered Mary Sherman with something that, that you know, that is in, inexplicable as far as if you look at the pictures, because it's, her arm appears to be burnt off when her hair is not even singed. So there's, uh, there's quite, you know, a dis- there's a lot of, qu- there's a discrepancy there, you know. It, isn't it quite the story how Tulane is involved with all of these things? I mean, they were involved with the Ebola that whether it was real or not, I'm not sure, but they were involved with the Gates Foundation. I mean, you, you go back to Samuel Zamuri, who... Banana Republic, uh, yeah, yeah, United the, Fruit United, United okay. Fruit Company, yeah. the 20s and 30s, he, he actually owned 70% of all of Guatemala. Um, he was the right-hand man. Had his, of, own, had his own Navy, yeah, you were he telling had, me? he had the world's largest private navy in the world he was the right hand man of franklin delano roosevelt he was an irish guy yeah <laughs> or was he scottish or maybe he was a leprechaun <laughs> he was definitely a leprechaun <laughs> you know he, he still got some buildings on saint charles avenue there and he donated you know his fortune to tulane so i mean it just tulane university man people really need to know that the last hundred years they're involved with some pretty creepy you know, stuff dealing with, you know, American history, not just here in New Orleans. I, and I I think when I was reading into that, that that may be who might have some involvement with killing Huey P. Long because Huey P. Long was he, he, he opposed Huey P. Long. The central banks. He was all. Yeah. Yeah. He's so to be the next president. Right. right. So uh, I believe maybe Samuel Zamuri 
You know, who knows? Might have had something to do with that. It, well, was, it wasn't just that, that, that doctor named Weiss. Well, look, we got a caller on the line for the next segment, but we know this for a fact that uh, January 20th, this event at Duncan Plaza at 3 o'clock to protest Trump is going to have a lot of Tulane University buses there. And uh, we it, plan to be there, Payday, myself, Nathan. And w- with our Zio, bro. We plan to see what's going on, sniff it out. We're going to be right Absolutely. back. Absolutely. New Orleans. We're going to be down there. We're going to be down there. Payday says so. We'll be right back. 990 WGSO, heart of the Crescent City. Anybody wondering whether or not John Lennon was shot by the CIA in a plot to stifle the peace movement is obviously not paying attention. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. This is the NPR, NPR hour of Battle of New Orleans Radio. We have to tone it down a little bit because a couple of a couple of callers called in off air and said we were being a little too rambunctious and we're having way too much fun. So it's time that we we switch over after we took our Zio bribe. That you know now we just fully activate into our normal selves. Yes, it, it was a one-off. It definitely was a one-off thing, and we apologize sincerely from the bottom of our uh, most libertine hearts. Yes, no doubt. Let's let's go ahead and take this caller, Pete. Go ahead and introduce. I think we have Renee from North Carolina. Oh, hi, Renee. Uh, are you in North Carolina? Yeah, but I'm from Louisiana. I'm from Acadiana. I lived there most of ah. my life, and I just discovered y'all. Now about the breastfeeding. I'm older than y'all. I remember you, Renee. Go ahead. I call us. Well, you know, um, I uh, was going through the whole breastfeeding thing in the 1980s, okay? And I remember my in Pioneer. Oh, back back then, it, that was almost like a new thing. The women had been so indoctrinated to using formula. And I remember my in-laws looked at me like I was a pervert. And so I'm not going to say it's not... You, wait, wait a minute. You want to let your baby suck on that erogenous uh, nipple of yours? That is just disgusting, Renee. How dare you? How dare you? Nipples are for men, for your husband. Don't let your baby ruin it for you. Go ahead, Renee. I'm sorry. Yeah, and look, it is tough in the beginning because it's... I'll I'll explain this to you, man, what it feels like in the very beginning. It's like you have the worst sunburn of your life and the baby is sucking on it. Okay? It hurts. And the thing is, but once you can get over that hump, I'm trying to encourage these other people. I'm not going to say it's not kind of you're nervous as hell and everything. Once you get over the hump, though, of the bad parts and you know what you're doing, I can say this was the most rewarding thing in my life. And my feelings were hurt when my daughters kind of weaned themselves. So it's one of those things I encourage, you know, people to do it. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about was, um, you see, the, the problems y'all are having, y'all describing her with the professional class. Same thing. Back then, we didn't have the computer, and I struggled. I knew that. Like, I'll never forget when I saw the Matrix, and I saw that red pill, blue pill scene. I thought, yep. oh, my God, I am not crazy. There's something wrong with this world. No. And mm. so the thing is, the professional class, you know, we're trained to see things wrong, so we can't figure out. And who is little old me, little old me, to question what was going on? Don't right. question the authority, Renee. Yeah, so the thing is, 
Um, two things that help people understand this. If you bring up the image of the capitalist power pyramid and you see who's on top of who, you'll see the professional class is very much like the plantation model. That's another Amen. thing that helps people understand. They, they talk about just master and slave. Oh, no, contrary. You have to understand the middle of the pyramid holds the top up and the bottom down. That's right. So I like this for the, lady. For the, for, the, for the thing is, is it, the most dangerous little suckers are the overseers and the house slaves. Because the master can't control the field slaves without them little overseers That's and right. house slaves. <laughs> That's a great point, Renee. Look, I, I have I have a question for you. I don't know if you've seen a lot of this with that this this uh, Fort Lauderdale shooting last week. I don't know if you see. I want to throw some stuff out there to you. There was multiple eyewitnesses and workers at this uh, airport that seen multiple shooters. Um, especially after they apprehended that one uh, gentleman, there was multiple witnesses that seen multiple shooters with long rifles. Then we also have the Canadian airline that this gentleman was supposedly flying on. Um, they can't find any record of him. Um, and and I, I just, when I was watching a lot of this unfold, it looked, it was just very, very strange. And now that we, now it's coming out that this guy said he's he was under, that he believes he was under mind control. And he was trying to tell government officials dating back to November that he was under mind control and that he was being forced to watch ISIS videos. So I, I'm just, I've been asking random people about this event the last couple of days and giving, you know, some information on it. So what, what are your thoughts on that? I agree. This one kind of smells. Now, I think some people jump too quick. I've seen instances where some of them, they name all of them that. And I think they discredit. They're not careful enough because they want to be the first one to get their little That's video it. on there I, to get the clip. You're right, Renee. We, I was just saying that today. We suffer from what the, what, what the, the formerly mainstream media, now the dinosaur legacy corporate, corporate prostitute media suffer from, uh, trying to get their first Fast and first, right? And accuracy be damned. You know, throw caution to the wind as far as accuracy is concerned. Get there first, and and, and we're doing that a lot. I don't, I, I don't discount the possibility that people were not killed when in fact they, you know, uh, pretended that people were. But at the same time, I, we think I think Nathan and I have come to the conclusion today that it's like a gladio uh, mixture. With a, you know, they they, they mix these false yeah. flags. The operation there was a, a operation Gladio in the sixties you know, and seventies. People were dying, but it's they, fake. They they, they they people were dying, but it was all caused by people backing certain factions inside the government. And I think we're seeing, you know, also um, I forgot one main part of the story. There was some legislation that was set to pass this week. In Florida, yes, yes. that that, that Just was prior. Two that days was or? yes, that was going to allow people to carry firearms in the in the um in yeah. in, in the airports, yep. and now we see this event, and now that that's killed. That's killed. Now there's something else to consider is that a lot of times, well, you know, people have been waking up, and we see these false flags for what they are, and we see that they're not really, no one's really getting injured or or killed, so they have to start. You know, logic follows. They're going to have to start killing people to make it more believable. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if there is video that's even unseen for the non-believers and the naysayers to pop up later. I know there was some video. It didn't seem convincing.
No. Do the people like, I trust. Like pay, like pay the, the ends justify the means. They're going to do. Yeah, they'll do. Work. They'll do what, whatever's whatever necessary. Whatever concomitant. You know, they will act concomitant with whatever's necessary to make it a believable situation. And they know that algorithm, you know. So I guess they're saying, well, you know what? You guys have been figuring it out, so now we're going to have to kill people, you know. Yep. We didn't want to kill people. We were trying to keep it, you know, a drill. Since you didn't fall for it. But since you didn't fall for it, now we're going to have to start hey, killing people to make it more realistic. Hey, hey, Renee, great call. Appreciate you listening. And please uh, continue to listen and please continue to call. And you, you have some awesome points. So God bless. We'll talk to you next week if possible. And listen, before we go to Phil the Patriot, you know, I've been wanting, if Renee was listening earlier, I've been wanting to say this for a while. We had a show about 10 months ago with uh, the director of the, the whole movie, cast and crew of Vax. The whole cast. Yeah. Vax. And, you know, we were talking earlier with callers about how between the formula, the synthetic food that we're feeding babies yeah. and the um, vaccines that they're pushing on children, you know, being a, a new a new father here, the two things you're most concerned about is what's the child going to eat? What is the child going to be injected with? Yeah. So when you're talking about vaccinations, anybody listening to the show who has not seen that movie Vax needs to go check it out. Andrew Wayfield came on our show. I think you can find that episode on YouTube, uh, on our YouTube channel as well. But uh, without any further ado, we'll go to Phil the Patriot. Go ahead, Phil. Yo, Phil. Hey, good evening, brother and sister, Christian American patriotic hostages. America, we're under attack. Alert, alert, alert. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. Right now at this very moment, broken Obama is at his desk with his pen and his phone, and he's signing all kinds of excessive dis executive disorders to release more and more people out of the prisons in this country and Guantanamo Bay. They need soldiers on the field to kill us all. But despite all of that, I'm going to sing for you all because I'm still in a good mood. Oh, give me a home where the buffaloes roam and the deer and the antelopes play, where seldom is heard a discouraging curse word. And the skies are not full of poisonous chemtrails spraying all day. Oh, yeah! oh, that was great, Phil. Man, we got to bring Phil to some of our rehearsal practices we for the Wide Awake Band. We need to give you 10 minutes on, on the microphone at a live event. Yeah. yeah, and Phil, we expect to see you on um, January 20th at Duncan <laughs> Plaza, 3 o'clock. We better see you, Phil. We, we got to infiltrate these things. We got to see what's going on with this Tulane University bus situation. Yeah, yeah what do you think about Trump taking the Zio route? You think, I think, here's what I think. They took him in there and, and they were like, Donald, you, you know, we, we've worked with you. We've, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've, we've, loaned you we've money. known people who've loaned you lots of money. George Soros. So uh, we're going to tell you, you know, I know how you thought it goes, but here's how it really works. Come on, follow me. Let me show you how. And then. They showed him Kennedy. It's like he saw the Kennedy assassination from another <laughs> angle that no one ever viewed before. They say, do you have any more questions? You'd like the Bill Hicks, like the, you know, the, the, the late great Bill Hicks thing. But yeah, he got the Zio talk. That's what I'm Dude, thinking. They, they, when, when I wanted to throw up, and I was screaming in the, I was screaming in the truck. Screaming this uh, guy. I, I was going to bust the capillary. <laughs> I was screaming in the truck. Donald Trump says, well, you know, Hillary, you know, we, we, you know, they created ISIS because they created a vacuum. No, damn it. That, you quit being, go all the way with the information. He crawfished. Yeah, you crawfished. Don't, don't crawfish. If you're going to do it, do it. What go did he say hard. before? He said outright, you, you created ISIS. Yeah. And, I, and Obama was the co-founder yeah. or whatever. You know, he didn't, he it went, went, 
Now he's half the he's pussyfooting. The bull the bullseye's on Iran. I mean, if you can't see that, it's coming. Iran is in trouble. Yeah, the, well, they've been trying. It, it, the Iran is like the 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 crown the, 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 the crown. It's the crown jewel, and and they they keep pussyfooting around. They talk the truth, but then they pussyfoot. Well, let's get Caleb's take on that. What, what's your take on yeah, that, uh, Caleb? On the whole on the whole Trump uh, Trump situation, and then we're gonna go to Joseph here in a minute. Don't well, pussyfoot. Uh, I. I haven't really been keeping up on everything Trump the last day or two, but I, the only thing I've really caught up on a little bit on, I saw uh, something red-linked on the Drudge Report that was on the, the Daily Mail where uh, Trump, some, some of the, somebody from the intelligence agencies is leaking out his uh, classified briefings, and he ran a sting operation. He didn't even tell his secretary, Rhoda, about anything about the briefings, but yet the briefs, the the content of the briefings got leaked out anyway. So obviously, the intel agencies is leaking out his, his classified briefings. I know he talked about that in his press conference earlier today. But uh, other than that, I really don't know what else you guys were I mean, what is, I heard Trump was, um, he, he's, he has this fetish for golden showers. I heard this on BuzzFeed or something. Yeah, yeah BuzzFeed's this pushing is this thing. groundbreaking stuff here, huh? <laughs> we I heard something about where uh, the Ritz Carlton Hotel in Moscow, where supposedly he brought in. Oh, it's always in Moscow. Now let me ask you a question: Did did somebody already come out and, and claiming who that they leaked that? Like, wasn't was I heard something about John McCain uh, leaking something to the FBI? Was that talking about the same thing? I'm or? sure he did, but no, no. What? What 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 would ha I think he had a briefing or something? I think he went. He had a briefing, and I guess they leaked to whatever. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. What I'm I'm just pissed off about is is the half stepping with yeah. e either go hard or go they're, home. They're, either you're gonna take down this yeah. system, or he said he was draining the damn swamp. They well, pull a, the plug. They had a, pull the plug. They had a talking with him. Look at Charlie Sheen. He taught. He said called up Chuck Chuck Loria, two and a half men for his Hebrew last name. And guess what? He he, he was gone. He, and well, he was gone. He's off the uh, off the Hollywood. Grid. He's got AIDS now. But guess what? Yeah, but guess what? He just crawfished with his tweet. He said, "I want Trump dead." So he's going back with him. He's, well, he's see how that's part works. of my comedy skit coming up. Be, stay tuned for my comedy skit because uh, Battle of New Orleans Radio. Right liberals, right. liberals love Trump assassination. Battle of New Orleans. We'll be right stay back. Stay tuned. situation here my uncle in croatia passed away last night as i was feeding my daughter um this fictitious formula you know and i wanted to bring that up not to you know you know sob story this and that just to say that um what happens in countries in europe is an example of what happens to you when you're in this socialized medicine system this obamacare the death panels we heard people talk about in america with this uh federal health care management system that we're under now you know, he was uh, not married. He didn't have any children. Um, he came in there with a few ailments. And ultimately, um, you know, when you have a country like Croatia where 50% of the uh, population is unemployed, it's free health care, um, you know, a guy like him qualifies for that death panel. And, I mean, I, I obviously have questions for it. And, um, 
you know, it's it's sad what transpired because he went down a, a slippery slope there at the hospital. And I mean, I question what what kind of uh, treatment he w- he received there because of his demographics. You know, being an older man, no children, never been married, and this and that. But um, with no further ado, we got a couple phone calls coming in. Joseph, are you on the line there? Hello. Go ahead, Go ahead Joseph. Joseph. From Mars. Yeah, we got about three or four minutes. Go ahead. Well, your phone lines, brother, sounds like it's from Mars. When Renee said, when I heard her touch upon the words professional class, the suits and the uniforms. Yeah. That's exactly the the dynamic, the socioeconomic dynamic afoot Mm. that is serving the top 1% in terms of how... This capitalist... Yeah, the sycophants. Absolutely, Joseph. Yes. Here's what I'm trying to say. If you look at uh, 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 the uh, John McCain, son of the Admiral, uh, he was a prisoner during the Vietnam War. I understand all that. Hero, if you want to say that. He's a coward. He's a damn coward. But here's the thing. He's married to a woman who's an heiress who's a member of the top 1%. Uh, this thing about John McCain uh, giving uh, uh, the FBI the nod that Trump is somehow jeopardized by uh, information that the Russians have uh, gleaned on, in spying on his private life. I have a hunch it's, it's something like uh, Trump having sex with his daughter, something like that. It's some, it's some bizarre thing. But golden, having sex with his daughter while getting a golden shower yeah. in, in uh, the Kremlin. Whatever. But the thing is, if we're being pushed towards a state where we eventually are going to see a war between the United States and Russia. McCain is part of this. Uh, yeah, and that's a, but that's a, all a result of, of Obama. See, Obama was destined to start with Russia, but not while he was in. That's the stealthy, new, slick, 20th century style about it, because it wasn't going to start. It, it was fomented, and the seeds were planted while Obama, because Obama's highest advisor in the beginning is a Russia-phobe, Zbigniew Brzezinski. Well, he, hate, you know, he, he, he can't stand he hates Russia. Russia. What you see is that Trump is going to be the World War III president for the United States. If they don't JFK him, Joe. He's going to have to deal with the war that the Bilderbergers and the central bankers and people like McCain and the Federal Reserve Bankers, the beast from Jekyll Island. As they say, poop flows down. He's going to get that. He's going to get a lot of that poop that, you know. trying to cook this war up. And I say by August 28th, 29th of this year, hmm. August 28th, 29th of this year, because hmm. I crunch numbers in a study, in, in one of these occult sciences mm-hmm. called numerology. 28, 29, 28 or 29, what's going to happen, Joe? I, I think we might fulfill, uh, all I know is this, I've seen this. Biblical prophecies? August, August, on August 28th, 2017, the seven years of tribulation do officially end. I know that for a fact. Okay. And I say that we have we have about 127 days, August. Uh, Is that the Jubilee? The January. J W. The January first, twenty eighteen. 
Why does it happen in July? It should happen in July. Why is it in August? Is that the Jubilee you're talking about? You have, listen to me, please. You have 127 days to get your spirit. Look, we got five minutes left. Not a lot of time for numerology, my friend. I'm interested. It's fascinating, but we don't, we don't put, we don't put a lot of stock in numerology here. We got one minute left, my friend. Go ahead, Joseph. Uh, and I agree with that. I concur wholeheartedly, man. But we don't have, we got, you know, two seconds left in numerology. So any final words? One minute left, guys. What's your take? Well, my take is uh, if there's any Zio bribers out there, come see me. I'll, I'll make a stock load of stuff. My next album will be dedicated to you. Just give me 140 grand first down payment. We can make a deal, my friend. Get a liner credit in there. Yeah, I want to take that Zio bribe because I've been accused of taking a Zio bribe so, so fucking much. If you're going to get accused and... and I might as, well, you might as well... Where do I get different. these checks I've that I've been accused of taking? Give me my mega shekels. Hey, get the new album, Murder by Numbers, from Payday Monsanto, our in-studio guest. It's great, man. We got a great year, great cast up here. 2017. It's close, man. We, we, we started a band, the Wide Awake we Band. Wide That's awake right. Band. And we might the be Wide playing, Awake Band. We might be playing at Duncan Plaza, 3 p.m., January 20th. Phil the Patriot, come on out. Payday says, come sing for us. In the heart of the Crescent City, peace to you.